Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, welcome to the Uncensored Match Build-Up Show. It is me. It is Tom Dutton, it is Jack Gill, and it is Ross Chanley with Cy Fletcher behind the glass. Nicely done. I thought so too. Yeah. It's easy when you know everyone's surnames. <laughs> What's yours? Hey, Jack. There you go. Just a spider. It's actually pronounced Pion because it's got a little sear under the second name. Really Do you know I had an accent on my name? Have you got accents on your names? No, because you're a Brexit. Mine's boring as fuck. Have you ever used the accent when you said anyone that's your name? No, because you use a Brexit and you can't even say it. So like my mommy started going on like it's like a, it's a sincere, it's called it's like a little five without the top line under the A. Imagine the if you if, if every time you like started a phone conversation you went Mr. Pajak and you went, No, 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 Pionk. Pionk. Uh, yeah. And they'd be like, What? No, it's not. Yeah, anyway, shut up Brexit. Um so we're here to talk about Liverpool against Leicester. <laughs> It's the return of Brendan Rodgers. Um, firstly, third in the table. Mad. Brendan Rodgers. Is it, was he a good manager for Liverpool Football Club? Is he a good manager? I mean, he's shown that he is a good manager. He went to Celtic. I mean, yeah, one horse race there, but, but he still had to do it there, you know what I mean? He, he didn't to... fall off. <laughs> exactly, there you go, exactly. But he, he, he did really well over there, and now he's at Leicester. I think they're playing some really good football and a dangerous attacking side, and it's shades of what we used to play. I mean, obviously, there's another Luis Suarez and a, and a, and a fit and fine Daniel Sturridge and an up-and-coming Raheem Sterling, but he's got some good players on that side. I can't wait to see him back. I want to see just how how we've evolved from him as well, you know what I mean, in terms of can our style now beat that style that Brendan Rodgers has now, and it's obviously going to have evolved from his Liverpool days. I'm really looking forward to this matchup. No, I think, Jack, I mean, I'm, I'm massively looking forward to it, like Tom, and when you look at this Leicester side, and, you know, they've got more clean sheets than us this season. They've, got, they've conceded the same amount of goals as us. You know, look, let's have a look at the lead table now. They've scored 13 and conceded five, which is exactly the same as we've conceded. It looks on paper like they're not Brendan Rodgers Liverpool. They are Brendan Rodgers who's improved, who understands maybe that you do need to defend a little bit more. He's clearly gotten better as a manager. He's got trophies under his belt now and he wanted to come back to England to prove himself, which I think is brilliant. I think he's a much better manager than Frank Lampard. I think he's a much better manager than Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. And to be honest, if he breaks the top four with this Leicester side, which I think there's a chance of, he should be getting another big job sometime soon in the league. Well, Brendan Rodgers at the minute at Leicester's got a better squad than United and Arsenal. I think that's not even debatable. I think he genuinely does have a better squad. In terms of? In, in terms of all-rounded players, I think he's got... Arsenal? 
yeah. Yeah, because you've got defenders yeah, and stuff like got, that. <laughs> it's so obviously the front three, you're not going to compare Perez to Aubameyang and that, but in terms of the squad as a whole, I, I think he's got a better squad than them. Um, and I think, to be honest with you, I think it's going to be a very good game. I think he's going to come, he's quite a proud man, so he's going to try and attack us. He's going to he's going to be that, that, that sort of, play in that sort of way. And it's going to be difficult. It's like you said, they've got a good defence. They've got Ben Chilwell, he's play, playing really good. They've got Soyunke, that's... Soyunku, the one that looks like uh, that fella from Shrek. Um, <laughs> Lord Farquhar. Yeah, yeah that's all. <laughs> and um, yeah, I, trust I, you to know I it, think they're going to be brilliant. Gosh. I watch it every day. Yeah, I just think it's going to be. I can't believe it's not on telly, to be honest with you. Yeah, it's exactly three, three o'clock. It's a bit mad, isn't it? Yeah. Right, I, you know, I thought Brendan Rodgers was a good manager for us. I really liked him, and, and, and towards the end, I think everybody soured on Brendan Rodgers for obvious reasons. We were really poor after that after that title challenge the year after and stuff, and we struggled for, for reasons. One of the things that I, I always think I, as a football fan, and I'll talk about myself and, <coughs> and not other people here because it's not great to tarnish people with my, the, you know, the sullied brush, uh, as it were. I sometimes forget the players and managers can improve, and I always think of them as, well, they were this, and I've pigeonholed them as that almost for the rest of their life. And that's not fair. You know, we as people change and we grow and we get better things and worse things uh, as we grow up. Brendan Rodgers, for me, looks like a manager who's clearly improved with his time at Celtic. He's doing well with Leicester. I thought at the beginning of the season, he'd, he, I thought he'd struggle because I didn't think he'd be able to get a tune out of Vardy. Mate, he's got a fucking orchestral coming out of Vardy at the moment. Yeah. He's flying. And there's a lad who always puts us under pressure, isn't it? So where are you with Brendan Rodgers right now? I think after you stop and reflect on it, after a while, I think at the time, I think you're right, everyone's quite bitter because it goes so sad very quickly. But you think, like you just said there, he's almost done it in reverse order. Like if he went Leicester, Celtic, then Liverpool, you think that would be sound. But like the age that he was to take Liverpool job was huge. It's a massive job for anyone to take. And I think if you look at the bigger picture of like people, like we've got it now of... People on the board, people are up at the top. I've got a, a marriage between the club and the squad and the fans now. That wasn't there years ago, and everyone says that you know Suarez led that team. We, we, you just said there, you had to do that with Celtic and put them together. He, he used Liverpool strengths. You know, we had the front three of you know, Sterling, Suarez, and Sturridge. He got a tune out of all them three, but at the back he had Lovren, Skirtle, and you know Alberto Moreno and the likes of that. Them people, and then we were buying people that was employed with a you know a committee. That's not all. That's not all down to his fault. Just on face value, when you see results, the manager gets ultimately gets the blame for mm. it. But I think on reflection, if you take as a whole his age, the team that he had, and you know the situation that he found himself in, it's not a bad job. You just you just get annoyed naturally as a fan because you you're not winning, and because we came so close to to winning the title. Anyone think he won't get a good reception? Uh, I think he will. I I, I, I think that enough time has gone by that he'll be respected for what he did achieve at Liverpool and he did create a great side. There's a couple of things that probably Danger. don't play into his hands, the fact that that you know, documentary that he did was, you know, it was like watching The Office, wasn't it? <laughs> God, I've forgotten all about that, mate. I think I, I just blanked that Three envelopes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The three envelopes, you know, it was just, it was just all a bit Brent, wasn't it? It was a, it was a bit embarrassing. I think there's, there's personal things that happened off, off the field, yeah. which, are, you know, a lot of people kind of know about and morally, you know, that's not right. It's nothing to do with, with us, really, is it? But I think... You know, if there's anything going to be negative said about him, it'll be that. But as, as a manager, I don't, I don't think so. I think it's one of them. No, we've got Jurgen Klopp, so it doesn't matter. It, it'd be one thing if we had a terrible manager and we were, we were doing badly, and then Rodgers comes back and we're like he, he's better than what we have now. Jurgen Klopp's better in every single instance. I remember yeah. Rodgers doing, doing press conferences, and you're like, 
Towards, he's like, shut up, lad. Shut up. Yeah, you know what I mean? Just, uh, <laughs> I never felt like that, but I... You always said the same thing. But, yeah, but yeah. it was one then where you're thinking, I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sort of bored having a tiny bit. But not it's bored at Hodgson's press conference because I would actually turn them oh. off. Oh, no. I it, would all not watch them. And that was the only Liverpool manager I've ever not listened to talk. You know what I mean? But then you look at Jürgen Klopp and he made me feel better after we lost in, in against Sevilla in the Europa League final. He made me Wasn't believe... was that our hug? I mean, it was, yeah, that too. But I think it was one then. We were devastated driving home from that game and I was thinking I want to watch and I want to see what Jürgen Klopp has to say and feel like that with Rodgers really and maybe that's just I me. remember you but playing that you played that loud for us in the car because yeah. I think you'd listened to it with headphones on yeah. or something and you were like you need to listen to this and you just played it and it was like oh god it's going to be okay because Jürgen's there yeah and, and now we're looking at it and that's the thing is we can look at Brendan Rodgers and we can we can enjoy his nice play we can see Leicester and go oh he's really improved in this area in this area and then we go but we're European champions lads and we're doing this and, and, and you're coming to us and, you, and, and we're going to we're going to show you now, Rodgers, what I mean, you should have made Liverpool into. Maybe he didn't have time, maybe he didn't have the, the, the personnel, but it was also, look at who Klopp brought in and look at who Rodgers wanted to bring in. You can talk about committees and stuff, but I mean, we're, we're worlds apart now. Yeah, I'm not saying no. it's going to be easy by any means, but... I think it'll be a very, very tough game, yeah. Jack. Yeah. I, I think you've hit the, hit the nail on the head there. I think if, if we still had the sort of team that Klopp inherited when he first came in, I think people would be a bit bitter towards Rodgers, but... The thing is, Klopp can spend money well, whereas that's, that was Rodgers' weak point to us, obviously. We lost our best player, we would turn around and sign Ricky Lambert and, and wasted the money in the way we did. Um, so it's it's a good job Leicester didn't, didn't let him spend the Maguire money, but I, d I do think it's... Hey, God, I hope we win this game, you know. He bought the guy off with it, though. <laughs> He was already there, though. Yeah, they, they, they had that lad already in the wing. Yeah, that's why you take yeah. 85 million for oh. Harry Maguire when you've got a player yeah. like that there, yeah. though. He's been brilliant. He, I think he played five games last season. Mm -hmm. So they kept him on the bench, watched Maguire. And just, oh, yeah, you want him for 85? Just, yeah. Yeah. He's got a lad here that's just as good. He's got free accents on his name, so he's beaten Has he? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's better than you. Oh, he's looking down on me and calling me Brexit, isn't yeah. he? <laughs> <laughs> Sly, the that. levels of Brexit. Hey. Oh, he's nah. got a smiley face twice in his name. And one emoji that does this. <laughs> uh, they're the best they're not fucking accents they're emojis them yeah 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 love that love to see it to be honest yeah. absolutely love to see it you don't see it, it enough anymore fair play no. to him like Perez that's just a bit boring isn't it the little accents on the A like Mana you know what I mean <laughs> nothing about them put three umlauts <laughs> the emojis that's class <laughs> <laughs> I love it, like, but Barnes is gutted there, and he's yeah, looking around. That sees his name on the Ash, side. Ashley like, Barnes. <laughs> Ashley Barnes. Um, he's good, That's him, not Ashley Barnes, Oh, no, anyway, it's not Ashley Barnes, though. It's Barnes, Harvey plays for Barnes. Burnley. Oh, um, we've, we've, we've moved on slightly, um, so we'll try and get back to it, rather <laughs> no, than just talk about accents on names. It's going to be a good game of football. <laughs> <laughs> football doesn't have any accents. That, on. that you in Soren Koo's name, that's going to be me after the game. Smiling, face. big happy, love go. it, got to love it. Um, how does Salzburg change our approach, Ben? If it, uh, sorry, Ross, if it does it all, Ben, Ben. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, Paul. I'm sorry. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, lad. This lad's got an accent on his name. Have you confused me? Sorry, Paul. Also, making it's the Paul, by the way. I'm sorry, the Paul Machen. Um, it, it's a bit of a wake up call, isn't it? Because. Uh, I, ultimately, I know you've done this in the final word, but complacency crept in for me yesterday of just like, you know, 
almost arrogant. It was a piece of piss, wasn't it? Three nil up and going. I think it's going to be six seven nil. And me, I'm going get a on, get Chamberlain, on, get them, get them some game time. I typed the tweet forty or thirty eight minutes into the game when we were three nil up and said time to rest the boys. Oh. I didn't press send thankfully on that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, God. But it, but it's, it is that you know switch on. You know, not not every game is going to be easy. I think as fans we need to do that as well. Every game is is a piece of piss. Leicester are coming off the back of a five 0 win, but they played Newcastle and Newcastle had, well down to ten men and they were terrible. You know they've not really faced anyone. Leicester, you know, look they scored thirteen goals, but you can see five, so they're not not really out outscoring teams by by huge margins are they? But I think Liverpool have got that in the locker that they've got you know a solid defence and a decent attack now I think you know Liverpool should be better than them but I don't think we should be taking it as, a, as, did, an, as an easy did, ride did Leicester beat Man United at Old Trafford no, no true. We, they lost they, they, they lost, lost. Oh, they lost. Well, yeah. who, Leicester played someone decent. Tottenham they beat Tottenham oh Tottenham that's and it, yeah. they drew with Chelsea and lost to United so was, Tom, Ross is right they've not really played yeah. anyone no it's <laughs> <laughs> I suppose all coming down to I mean like they beat Tottenham, but sort of Bayern Munich, and you know we beat Bayern Munich. We beat Tottenham in the Champions League last season. That's, that's how football works. But it's like a top two now, isn't it? And everyone else is like yeah. you said before. It's yeah, like. Yeah. You could, you I love that. If you've not played Liverpool or City, you've not played. Yeah. Them. I know, I know, I know. But, but uh, like this is going to be a, a, a like a genuinely a very difficult game yeah, of football. This it, it because is, these yeah. will come and do what. Um, Norwich did against us alright Norwich lost and they will do what Sheffield United well, did and I was they'll about do what say. Salzburg did they'll play their own way I don't think Salzburg's the ones we look at I think we look at Sheffield yeah. because they played us fantastically that's the script of how to play Liverpool is playing with no fear obviously you've got to sit in your bank of bank of, of, of 10 I get that and Sheffield did that for, for periods of the game but what Sheffield did so well and again if you haven't seen it go and watch the stats and tactics that Chris did because you analyse just how Sheffield like attacked us with that two men up front and look Vardy is fantastic at that and if they can get midfield runners coming up behind and uh, occupying that space uh, for Virgil van Dijk and the, and the attack that other centre half whether it's Matip or whether it's Gomez whether it's Lovren it's one of them where Vardy's got the quality one on one to beat anyone he's fantastic and you've got to look at and look at how Liverpool can combat that. And that's the one thing is, we, 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 we did get through the Sheffield United game and we did create chances, to be fair to us. I just hope we can learn from that in terms of defensively and how do we bolster that? How do we make sure that we don't get caught out in them one-on-one, two-on-two, three-on-three situations against Leicester? OK, well, we'll take a little break now and we're going to go to a clip from the final word show. Matic's been playing better and Matic played better in every game this season for me. Than Joe Gomez did last night, mm-hmm. and that's not to say that Joe Gomez was a, a, like an absolute stinker. And I think there's reasons why. I think he he is rusty. He's gonna take time to get back into the side. You can clearly see he's got the quality there. He still showed those moments of quality. But to say he had a great game, I'm really surprised at. So in terms of fullbacks, Trent and Robbo were they great defensively? Um, no, probably not. But then it's not really their job role to be a flat back four, is it? So the the third goal where Robbo is pressing the man and he lets the ball through, that's his fault. Trent should be covering the man at the back stick. You can't blame Joe Gomez for that third one for me. I think he showed his pace. He showed the fact that we bring. So him you're in. trying to say that Gomez had a good game because Trent and Robbo didn't? I'm saying if you think they've had a good game, then Gomez has had a good game for me. I think, do, do, but do, Joe, but Joe Gomez doesn't get a goal or an assist. No, he doesn't. So, that's not his. That, that's not his exactly role. Exactly my point. But, but the thing is, I think he's coming back in. Joe Matip's been fantastic, and first half when when we're playing that first forty minutes, yes, the the, the whole team was fantastic. But Joe Gomez was 
Brilliant. So you go, that was me and Tom sat exactly where we are now in exactly the same clothes having an argument about Joe Gomez. Uh, but I think it's important. And I, you know, the best thing about that show was that we all had different opinions on things. And I th sometimes think that's what makes a, a good show for me. Um, so if you are a little bit unsure and you've missed the final word, uh, obviously we're making the one final word a week free on YouTube and you want the one after last night's game against Salzburg, then do go over to the redmentv.com. It is £5 a month. There is still a free month trial on there. So you can trial it out for a month. If you like it, keep it. If you don't like it, fuck it off. But definitely check that one out. Um, so Tom, yeah, I think... It leads nicely, that, that clip, actually, into what we're going to talk about now, and that is our uh, preferred 11s. And I think the big talking point, I suppose, is Matip or Gomez. I think, I mean... I know if Matip's fit, and we think he will be at this point. I think the one thing that we didn't really speak about on that final word in that clip is Joe Matip's passing is fantastic, and Gomez's passing was a little bit off. I think defensively, both really, really solid, and I think Gomez... And step into them shoes defensively. It's the passing, it's the breaking down teams, it's the the packing stuff where you, you you're missing out a whole midfield and an attack in terms of their press and, and and you're getting it to the to the attacking midfielder and then you've got all not all the space in the world but you've got your front three in front of you and you've got that midfielder usually Genie who picks that ball up and turns. I think it's one of them where I'd be fine with Gomez coming in, less so Dejan Lovren, but I think he, I don't think he'll play. But I think. That's what I'm, I'm. I'm not bothered anymore. I'm not worried about our centre half. If Matip can't play, Joe Gomez will come in. And he'll play well, and, he'll, and it's furthering his progression, his development this season. If Joe Matip comes in. He's been playing arguably better than Virgil Van Dijk this whole season. So it, I'm not worried. If they're both fit and they're both available, who are you taking? Joe Matip. What about you, Jack? Joe Matip. Hundred percent. The form he's on at the minute. No question about it playing incredible football. It's like we spoke in the final word about how perhaps at the start of the season he's been better than Van Dijk. For me, if, if he's fit to play, starting. Ross? Yeah, I'm the same. I think, um, you know, one thing Joe Gomez has got on his side is his age, hasn't he? And I, I was doing the, the agenda for the thing and James Pearce has done an article on him to say, you know, at this point in the careers, Van Dijk was still at Grongen and, and um, Harry Wire was still at Hull. Wow. Do you know what wow. I mean? So, like, when you put it in perspective like that, you think the amount of pressure this lad's put on, it just seems because he's been at Liverpool for, what, since 2015, around then. Wasn't that early, was it? I think so, yeah. From, and yeah. then you think, he's, you think he's older, don't you? The expectancy on his shoulders is huge, but the form that he's been in previously is good. But then it's also really hard for, like, last night to say, you've not played for ages because Matt has been out playing, you, you had your injuries. Go and play a game. You can't risk putting someone in because every game is high pressure at the minute. You know, this Leicester game, we're five points clear. But you, what you can't just go... Oh, you need some game time to put you in. You put your players been playing the best, and that's Matip. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. I think Matip's, Matip's done absolutely nothing to lose his place, and I don't quite think that Gomez did enough to take that place, which is what he definitely did for me last season. But he had a spell of games to do it because of the injuries to Matip and Lovren. Um, so I think moving through the preferred 11s then, the likelihood is here that Klopp is probably going to play as close to the team that started last night. I can't imagine that Allison's going to come in for this one with the international break looming, which means that Trent and Robbo, Van Dijk are probably dead search with Adrian. Question mark over Matip and, and Gomez, as we know, based on Matip's fitness. Midfield, plus point. I don't think the midfield was great against Salzburg. Plus point, two of the lads got a little bit of a rest and two of the lads that have played some of the most minutes for us. And the front three's probably going to say, is anyone going to do anything different? I think it's difficult when you're playing less because they've got such technical midfielders and you know, like yeah. James Madison and Harvey Barnes people like that. I think that kind of suits the three that played last night. 
of you know the press and running around and, and trying to counter that. Whereas I think you, you're trying to put in a creative midfielder. Um, yes, I know. Like Chamberlain. I don't think he, it, I don't think it quite suits it just yet. Although uh, he's another one where you're thinking you know, he's not having really much game time. Can you afford to chuck someone who's rusty in such a, another high pressure game? Naby looks good last night, but mm. as you say, it's such it's one of them games that we need to win. Leicester on good form, and it's like I wouldn't throw him into this sort of game. I just stick to what we know best. Milner might be a, might be a show. Mm. I know. I know. Yeah. If if Paul was sat here talking to us, he'd be. I think he'd be very much saying we need something off the bench because he, he likes to say that a lot, doesn't he? And I think your Naby might be something yeah. off the bench in this game as well as you did Lockerigi. Just change the game slightly with the midfield. Yeah, I mean it's hard because you're looking at it. You're going, this is the last game until international break and then United, but international break. Oh, most of our players are international players. They don't really get a break. And Milner's the one, isn't he? Yeah, exactly. And I think I'd be fine with uh, with Milner coming in. I'd also be fine with Cater coming in. I don't think Oxley Chamberlain's done enough yet. And that's it's a shame because I think he's a fantastic player and he hit some levels when he was playing for us that I, I forgot about, quite honestly. And I, I, I had to watch it back and go, and, you were fantastic, mate. You were breaking lines, running through, really good passing and stuff. I don't think he's done too much yet. What's the game where him and Keita can come in and prove that? Because mm. they're almost wins. When did he come in? You don't want them to be coming into a, a completely changed eleven in the cups because you can't really prove yourself. You, you, it, it's also stilted around the pitch that they can't get into the flow. Is this one of the games where Naby Keita comes in for the Gino Wijnaldum and, and has that presence a bit deeper running forward? Is it a time when Oxley chamberlain comes in on that right-hand side instead of Henderson? But is he going to do the defensive work? Is he going to link up in the exact same way? It's tough. I mean, you're not dropping Fabinho, and I don't think you're dropping any of the front three. I think it's them two number eight positions for me where you're changing things. I don't think we should, but then when are people getting rests? When are we rotating? When are people getting game time to prove themselves? Like I said, I know, I think that's right. I, I, yeah, I, I'm not, I'm thankfully not doing the starting 11 prediction this week because it's been almost really easy. He's been picking his best side. I actually have a sneaking suspicion Kaiser might come into this game because he's been talking him up in the press yeah. uh, the last few days, hasn't he? And, and obviously prior to the Champions League game, I'm getting a few minutes. I just wonder whether one of Genie or Hendo might get a little rest this time around. Well, I thought Carter would start against Salzburg, obviously it being his former club and that. I thought Klopp, Klopp would give him a start then, but maybe you're right. Maybe it's this weekend that, that he's going to get his time to shine. And I think he's one of them players that can change the game. He, he can have a massive influence on this game. But for me, it's too big a risk changing things. I think sticking to what we know, that midfield is, is very impressive. It's very balanced. And we don't need a creative <laughs> This is all for the final words. You know, these in-jokes, by the way. I went off big time because I'm getting dead annoyed with people telling me that we need a creative midfielder. It's destroyed. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I mean, I say it's destroyed, it's crinkled. It probably won't uh, even Oh, you show, angry man. Oh, 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 yeah, they need a rock concert. <laughs> Another in joke from the final word. Sorry, everyone. And sorry, Ross. Um, it was. <laughs> it was really good. Go and check it out. Um, so we're going to do rival fixtures next. Um, Brighton take on a deflated and dejected Tottenham Hotspur. But at least they don't have to play in front of their own fans again. Because, you know. They won't be very happy with them. Spurs what the have... fuck happened to Spurs? They were like the third best team in this league. Yeah. They, they they have to bounce back, um, they, I mean, just for just for Pochettino, I've willingness. But if, but if you're we're big, ten points out of Spurs after seven games. Good then, isn't it? It's but if you're Brighton, you're thinking it's the perfect time to play Spurs, isn't it? Because you're already deflated. Wounded animal though. There'll be gamers of Badger right now. You don't want to back a Badger into a corner, and you don't want to back Spurs, and after they've been togged seven two. No, they're good. like Son. Son is going to come out there. Kane's going to dive, get a few pens. Yeah, get Kane in your fantasy team this weekend. Yeah, he's, you reckon? Yeah. Like it, it, to be honest, like Spurs are good. It's weird. Bayern were just Bayern. I think better. they're good, but then I keep like they keep losing games of football by ridiculous scoreline. Their form for like the past twenty games is horrific. It's mad. Fucking knows how they got to the Champions League final. We broke them. We yeah. broke Barcelona as well. I think. I think they got lucky. Broke, broke the Ev. I mean, they were already half broken. But like every, it, it, it's mad. Every team we played last season, they were never there to shit. be broken. I know. Yeah, exactly. Wait, so which time did we break Tottenham? Was it the league or the Champions League? I think the Champions League like completely enough because they they were like, oh, Pochettino was going to leave on a high, and now he's like, I'm stuck with this shite. Yeah. I think Tottenham broke themselves with some of the stuff I've been hearing that. The, the, oh, the yeah. rumours about yeah, Tolbert Tongan and that and yeah, Ericsson yeah, yeah. Asked me about that. oh my yeah. days I got told that off camera somewhere yeah, yeah. yesterday gone full before John it, Terry before it broke think, yeah. gone full John Terry uh, apparently yeah, we'll talk Literally. about it a little bit after, yeah. after, the, after the show like I'm sure if you just type in Vertonghen Ericsson Twitter someone's wife you will then get the <laughs> gist <laughs> has been alleged I've already um, got the gist over on Twitter yeah um so yeah there, there you go um, it looks like there's two factions of Spurs fans the ones who back um, a, a, a alleged troublemaking and the ones who don't. Um, so we've got Burnley and Everton up next in this one. Alleged, I love it. Just cover your back. Burnley Everton's going to be interesting. In case. Is, is, it it is it really going to be interesting? <laughs> <laughs> is it really? <laughs> no, no, it's going to be interesting just to see how many players get battered on that pitch because like, they're both two teams who just don't. like Burnley are going to twat Everton everywhere and. Like, it, it, uh, I don't know, at least Everton are at home. You know I think I mean? Burnley win that one. Definitely. I'm yeah. saying nil-nil. I think it's a nil-nil. No, Everton no. draw nil-nil constantly or lose to City. But they played well against City, though, to be fair to them. But they just can't seem to like bring themselves up that, to any other game. That's Everton. Right? They always play well in games like that. They literally... They'll when give, the old lady yeah, starts getting loud. Yeah, yeah. Park. They... they Play play all right in games like that, and then they shit against Burnley. So it'd be boring nil nil. Last on match of the day. 
Nothing to look forward to. Weekend Blues. Um, Sunday, Arsenal, Bournemouth. Um, I'm not sure where this one goes either. I think I think I'll probably go home win just because it it is an Arsenal ground. It's yeah. the sort of game Arsenal lose though. It's a good point, well presented. You're very negative today, Jack. They're You're all right. shit, though, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. Just it's literally. Not Liverpool and City. Liverpool and City shit. win yeah. every game, every other team, they're shite. But even Ar- Ar- Ars- Arsenal on Monday, if it was like a competition to who could be the shittest on Monday, yeah, it was a terrible game of football. Awful. Whereas Bournemouth are playing. I just, you know what? I, I turn the game off, I'll be honest. And then I go on Twitter and all I see is, oh, this is the shittest game of football. Why are you all still watching it? <laughs> it's shit. Yeah. It's terrible. I'd literally rather sit there and look at me fucking wall, yeah. which my wife picked the wallpaper off. I don't even like it. You know what I mean? It's just ridiculous. Did you have to pull it up? Yeah, yeah of course it. I had to yeah, put yeah. it up. I just think I put my back out. Yeah. <laughs> that game was summed up by the fact that Scott McTominay was the best player on the pitch. Scott McTominay, wow. Hell of a finish, to be fair to him. Yeah. He wouldn't even walk into our bench. We wouldn't even get in our squad. <laughs> 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 I love it. Um, so City Wolves. I mean, City. They they gave them a bloody nose last season. Wolves. Yeah, but they're one of those counter-attacking sides. Yeah. Last season, not this season. I'm not sure they've been very good this season. They are Wolves. Like, I'd love got the magic. I'd love it, but I'm not going to be watching that game because there's no point. It's one of them where you watch City sometimes and. You saw it against Everton, the way they passed the ball around. They're, they're the best team. That, I know we're fantastic and we're better than them in points-wise, but in terms of play on the field, they're just fantastic. The way they put the ball around, they're going to beat every team they come up against, apart from us. And, and, and the, was it Newcastle? Who was it? Newcastle. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it, it's tough. You've got to be so defensively resilient and City have got to have an off day. I don't see them having off days anymore, to be honest with you. They're, they're still bouncing back from when they lost to Norwich. They're yeah. going to go on a run till they play us and we smack them. They've got a couple of injuries though, haven't they? Probably, De Bruyne out now as well. De, De Bruyne, Stones, Laporte. But if you're going to play City, I, don't know, I know what and you mean. What's like, the stuff hanging over Silver, Ross? Obviously. I, I think it relates where he might face a six match yeah. ban, but I don't think it's been decided yet. Yeah. Wow. Um, so obviously, if he's out, you know, if De Bruyne's not there, it's, it's Bernardo Silva, but at the same time, you know, if he's not there, it's, you know, it's got to be, you put Mares in there, so, you know, it, it's picky poison with them, but, you know, yeah. it's City at the weakest, which is still pretty strong. Even Foden as well, I think Foden's yeah. a very good player, and he'll probably, I mean, like Foden's got to be a good player. The Wolves play tonight as well. overrated to yeah, fuck yeah. for a lad yeah, who's had about 400 minutes in his career. I think more like a fucking Guardiola keeps going on about him. He goes on about Phil Foden. Almost as much as he goes on about Liverpool. Yeah. And he's, oh, he's going to be the fucking best player in the world. If he's the best player in the world, why is he not fucking playing in your team, lad? Yeah, no. Stop blowing smoke up this kid's ass. He may well go and be a fucking fantastic player, and I think he will be. He will. But yeah. he's done about 400 minutes, that's it. I know. Ten's done about 20,000 now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, I mean, it's hard to get in that side, but it's one of them where like, you, they've got quality all over the pitch. How do you break into that side? Yeah. Like, I think it, it's, that's yeah, what Guardiola said. The other day, didn't he, when he came on and scored? I think he said, turned around and said, oh, I'm sorry, I'm not giving him much game time, but he can't get in because I've got De Bruyne, I've got Bernardo, I've got Mahrez. You're not swapping out Literally, De Bruyne for anyone. I think he's the best player in the league. Yeah. By, by, not by a country mile, but I think just in terms of his all-round goal return, creating assists, he's, he's the most dangerous player in this league. They've got an extra okay. day's rest, City, as well, because Wolves, yeah. Wolves are playing Brasictas in Group K of the Europa <laughs> League. <laughs> K? K, yeah. Is that must be the last one? Nope. And does it go down to Z? L. L. Okay, close. <laughs> so, Phil Foden, just in case, you know, you were all arsed, I know this. In the Premier League, in his career, has played 366 minutes. 
Nice. Wow. Nice. The most overrated player in world football. How many goals has he got in the Tounders? He has one goal and one assist. His goal, his assist came back in 2017-18 and his goal was last season. Okay. 13 appearances last season for a total of 316 minutes. I think yeah. there was a comparison I've... between him and a couple of lads at his age, I think Sancho was in that bracket and, and someone else and the game time they've got and it's significantly higher. Do you know how many minutes he's had this season? Fucking nine. Nine minutes. Nine. Can we please just, until he's done something, since he's played more than five matches, can we at least just dial down the Phil Foden love here, please? I don't see too. I mean, I don't follow many God city Twitter accounts, but yeah. I'll, I'll, Can you see it? Is it just me? Oh, no. I, I don't get where it's come from. I just hear that he's a good player and that they have all these options. So, actually, if if he's there, then Wolves, who are playing Bajiktas on Thursday, City, who played Tuesday night and Sunday I just think it's one of them games where you just slot him in like when we make changes just slot him in and see what he does City get, him, get him more minutes definitely yeah. so we'll move on then Southampton Chelsea um, just, Chelsea looking good at the moment going to win in the Champions League away from home was it Lille last night yeah. they were playing uh, well, they, they go up 1-0 don't they then it goes one all. William gets the winner in the seventy-eighth minute, something like that. I think from them. They've got good players. That's that's the mad thing about them. We saw in 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 the Super Cup, they were really really good for spells. Kante the other day against us was the difference maker. I just I I don't know what the the, the problem is. Maybe it's Lampard, but they're ten points behind us. You've got quality in the team. The experience fair, quality as well. Ross Barkley can't even pass salad at the minute, can he? Oh yeah. Hey, hey. Hey. <laughs> That's why you employ him. Yeah. Fucking him and his taxi jokes. Yeah, it's funny. Fucking, it's funny. It was yeah, funny. Thanks. Where was that? In Liverpool. Was it, yeah? Outside Pandas Bar. Outside Pandas Bar, yeah. Apparently it's an old video, though. I don't know. I've seen that was from this week. Yeah. They're, they're saying apparently he's got a tattoo on his arm that he's had removed, and you can see it on the video. That was his order. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's nice. uh, so we'll move on then. Chelsea's a mate's off four, by the way. Still said, I said at the start of the season. And Leicester. Fuck it. Um, I'm back in Leicester. Tottenham and Chelsea. I'm back in Leicester. Yeah. Tottenham somehow turn it round. I mean, they are only three points behind Leicester, so I think they can probably do it, but they do need to start, you know, not conceding seven every game. Um, Newcastle, United. <laughs> I saw that nil, game. Nil. Are playing. <laughs> nil, nil. Steve Bruce has managed against Manchester United 22 times in his career and never has had a victory against wow. Manchester United. Well... I think the other like three sides he's played against and never won are like Peterborough, Rochdale and someone else. Our Man United, the team that he used to captain. Yeah. Mm. I, I honestly I think United are so disjointed. They'll probably still beat Newcastle, but Newcastle. <coughs> it doesn't matter. I know they got twatted by uh, by by Leicester, but and they were really poor actually. No, yeah, they lose. It's fine. <laughs> I was gonna make a case for them. No, they're terrible. Utterly I, terrible. I wouldn't be surprised if it's another nil nil because you know I can't score for shit at the minute. They they just can't score. I mean. Looking at their attack, they're really regretting not... Well, Lukaku is a bit shit, but they're really regretting not replacing him. <laughs> this has just been talking a little bit about Leicester and then us bashing everything. <laughs> this is why we do this section. Yeah. It's my favourite section yeah, yeah. of the show now. It's great. You like, you never get bored of bashing the other teams <laughs> in the league. United at the minute remind me of our team when Rodgers left. That sort of like Lambert, Balotelli, that Pushed. sort of... A, I was, I was sat in a conversation yeah. yesterday with four Manx and me and I've never been so happy to sit and have a conversation <laughs> with four Manx. It was glorious. I was at Squawker 
And the, the, like the, the main presenter was, she was running a bit late, so we were just sat there having a chat about the footy and the misery. And I'd sort of ask a question and more misery would just sort of roll off the ball. And after about 25 minutes, I just went, I just want you to know, lads, I've really enjoyed today's chat. <laughs> it's been absolutely fantastic. If you just want to like, keep the misery coming, this will fuel me for weeks, boys. Uh, yeah. but, but, they, but they're so angry that they got the Liverpool team wrong and spelt half of them wrong, by the way. That was funny, wasn't it? So it was like Ryan Kemp was on there, Clown was on there, Bobby Duncan was on there. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. All, all like referring back to that video of you and that deluded United fan where you're literally telling him that this is going to happen and he's like, nah, you can fuck off you and this is literally what is happening. It's good. I'm 2-0 I'm on those videos. I'm never doing another one because the likelihood is next yeah. time I'm not going to get that you got lucky again. Yeah. You, got, you got very lucky. You've got their own injury worries at the minute as well. I think Pogba's injured and after midfield injured. I wouldn't be worried if Pogba was injured. <laughs> no, but in comparison to the rest of the team that they've got... Well, Tommy's well better. They're playing Pogba deep. <laughs> They're playing Pogba deep to accommodate Scott McTominay. <laughs> Uh, after, after buying Fred Matic and three other people to unlock Pogba for three years. He's <laughs> the best player in the world. You just need three players around him that can make him have a half-decent game of footy. But lads, he's the best player in the world. Like, you know what I mean? Messi just does it on his own. Suarez used to do it for us on his own. Best players in the world. They, they, they don't need Matic to make them look good, honestly. Unless well, it's just a comparison side-by-side. Because side. Matic, as good a player as he was, He's not very good. I hope we stay this good forever, you know, just just so we can do this because <laughs> I like like I'm making the most of it at the moment. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel sorry for every other fan, but yeah. you're all Liverpool fans watching this, aren't you? So and if you're not, yeah, yeah. There you go. That's been the end of what, what was a fantastic build-up show. <laughs> We're going to do score predictions in a second. Um, Newcastle to beat United by five goals to nil for me. Uh, and then no, Liverpool... six. 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 Oh, I was going to use that as my score prediction. No, it's... Oh, it's Leicester right. then, Rush. Mm. 3-1. Two, 2-1. 4-2. Two. I actually think we're going to draw. I actually think we're going to score a draw one all. There you go. I'm sorry to put a damper on it. I know. Was that the same as last season? That was one of the draws, wasn't it, last season? Was it? Yeah, I can't remember. Last yeah, West Ham. Yeah. Yeah, we beat them 2 1 away, didn't we? That was the Allison yeah, match up, I remember yeah. that one. Maguire scored that header, didn't he? Yeah. Well, hopefully it won't be S. Oyunku. Oyunku. This time around. I don't know how to say it with them accents. I don't know what they mean. Yeah, no. We need one of them Google. Oh, yeah, we should definitely do that. I'll end the show first. Okay. Um, thank you very much for watching. Leave us your thoughts in the comments section below. Don't forget to check out the redmentu.com. That final word is an absolute belter, by the way. And we, and we have a little laugh at Spurs expense again. Uh, so if you're not bored of that, just, yeah, there's four lads belly laughing about Spurs because they're shite. Um, Thank you very much. Thank you three very much. Thank you to Simon behind the glass on the one, twos and threes. Like the video, subscribe to the YouTube channel and we'll see you for tomorrow's Starting Eleven show. Ta-ra. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. 
quince.com slash style. 